Hey guys, welcome to the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. This show is for virtual bookkeepers who are starting, growing, and scaling online bookkeeping businesses. I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and see what we're talking about in today's episode. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 36 of the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. I'm super excited about this episode for so many reasons, and I can't wait to dive into this chat with our guest today. Today's guest is an active duty soldier, a wife, and a mother of two. And as if that's not enough to keep someone busy, she also runs a digital branding and design firm. Her company, Organized Chaos Design, serves coaches and consultants by offering brand identity, positioning, copywriting, and design services. In the episode, Lindsay Trammell Jones and I talk about what showing up authentically really, really means for so many of us today, and how to tell when you're not standing in your true self, full of confidence and unapologetically being the badass that you are in your own right. We also talk about balancing your personality and professionalism as finance professionals, and you guys will get a lot out of what Lindsay shares here. The entire episode is an absolute fire, but even this one part where we talk about maintaining that balance will help you, I promise. And oh my gosh, when we start talking about how being an introvert, which is how so many of us bookkeepers actually identify, how that doesn't need to stop you from doing big things in this space and how naps, of all things, can be our saving grace. Notice I said hour there. So that's for everyone listening and for myself as well. But when we when we get to that part, it's like sitting on the couch with your business bestie, having a real conversation about the things that we all deal with in these businesses. And that's what I loved about this conversation. It's just real. There's no pretending or pontificating or theorizing here. It really isn't. It's an authentic conversation about what authenticity really is and how it can help you reach that six-figure milestone that we talk about so much in Bookkeeper Basecamp with ease and flow. So at this point, let me just stop talking, okay? And let's get into this chat with Lindsay, okay? All right, let's do it. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. No problem. I'm excited, you know, talk to you. We've been chit-chatting here and there. I feel like this is my first time actually meeting you face-to-face. I know we've had some conversations, but I think they've all been either through DM or in in Facebook groups and stuff like that, right? Yes, for the most part. So this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. So welcome. Um, I wanted to start off this episode by saying thank you so much for your service. I know in um in the introduction we talked a little bit about who you are and um and what you do, but I wanted to quickly say um thank you for your service. I know that you are active duty military still. Um yeah. and you just got a promotion recently. So I wanted to yeah. congratulate you on that, <laughs> Master Sergeant. Thank you. Thank you. It's still, still kind of surreal to me because in the nine to five, I'm in a training environment. So before 
the trainees, they really wouldn't talk to me, but now they're like, nope, going the other way. And <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, I'm still, I mean, this this changed a little bit, but last week you said, hey, today you like, let me go the other way. It's kind of weird. <laughs> well, I love it. I love seeing um, a, a woman, number one, uh, a woman of color, uh, number two. To and I'm I'm a veteran as I'm a veteran, so I just I love seeing women move through the ranks in the military, um, and make it do what it do. And you have because Master Sergeant now it's been a long time since I've been in service, so Master Sergeant is what like E eight or E nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. See, I had it. I had you it. Got it. <laughs> and you were Navy. You were Navy. So that was. I was like, okay, what's she gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely a little bit different. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to gra- congratulate you on your accomplishment. I know that's incredible, and um, and and you deserve all the best. So that's awesome. Thank you. Great. So, um, again, we talked a little bit about who you are um, in uh, in the intro, but I'd love to give you an opportunity to, in your own words, share with our audience uh, who you serve, talk a little bit about your business and um, and what you do. All right. Um, you guys already know I'm Lindsay Tramell Jones and I'm a mother of two. I'd like to say I'm a new mom again, uh, 12 year old and a she will be one next month. So. Huge gap. Um, and that military piece kind of what drove that huge gap. Uh, my business, Organized Chaos Design Company, is a brand identity design agency that helps female coaches show up authentically in their business. And what we found is, and how I started to niche down on this, is that when we have our nine to fives, we wear this mask. And we have it on so long. And then we're like, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. But in that mask, we never really take it off. So we end up hiding who we really are or we end up not showing up as our authentic selves. And then the business feels foreign to you because you have this mask on. So we help um, coaches and female coaches and consultants by providing them with brand strategy, a logo, color, identifying their ideal client website and copy so that their messaging sounds like them. And it represents who they are authentically. So you're not doing what I like to call catfishing your clients. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I love the name of your business. And I love how you um, were really able to uh, niche down and, uh, you know, double down on who it is you're serving and why you choose to serve that particular audience Thank of you. folks. So I think that that is absolutely um, incredible. So, my question is when when you talk about um how we show up and we're you know um feeling like strangers i think is the verbiage that you use um what how can you share an example of that just like make that plain for us what does that look like so what it looks like is so i have a friend and she used to do web design and when I talk to her, or when anybody talks to her, like she's, I'm about to say cousin like a sailor. But <laughs> That's what I would do, because yeah. I am a sailor. <laughs> but so she's really frank. authentic for me. Yeah. <laughs> she's really frank, and you appreciate, it's coming from a place of love, but she's really frank, she's really honest. But when you talk, when she would show up in her business, she wasn't like that. Like she, you know, you put on your, your business voice. That's what my daughter says. Your business voice. Uh, hello, this is such and such. You Like she puts on her business voice and 
then when people actually start getting to work with her and that mask kind of starts falling off, it's like, I didn't even know you was like that. Or they see your brand, they see your visuals and they expect one thing. Let's say like you at one point, everybody and me, myself, I was that blush pink. Let me blush pink this um, girl boss. <laughs> yeah, this girl boss vibe. And then they actually start talking to you like, oh, you're 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 dynamic. You're you ha- you have a lot of personality, but your colors don't tell me that you have that personality. Mm-hmm. And that's what it kind of looks like when you're starting to feel like a stranger within your business. Gotcha. So there's like this disconnect, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes total sense to me. And when I think about that, um, I was actually just on a call earlier before we went into recording uh, with my group, and you know, I was sharing with them like where my main, where I do certain activities, right, in certain platforms. And so um, I feel most comfortable and most myself in my private Facebook group. It's a free group, but I just kind of let my hair down proverbially, let my hair down in that group because that's where I feel most comfortable. Um, But if you were to look at my website, you might not know certain things about me Mm -hmm. um, because I don't, I, I do what you, you said. Your how your how did you say your daughter describes this? She puts on your business on your voice. <laughs> yeah, my kids used to say, "Oh, you're a professional. Are you at work right now or whatever?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like you coat, like you switch, right? Mm-hmm. You switch it on and off, and it. So for some of us, we have to do that, unfortunately, because yeah. of the nature of the world and all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but when you're building your business and you're building your brand, it's really, like you said, it's important to be yourself, to be as, as comfortable as you would be talking to a good girlfriend, yeah. right? Because that's what's going to draw people to you and feel comfortable working with you. That's right? so true. It's like that. Um, the the Most people choose to work with small businesses because it's that familiarity is not just some big name that they never going to meet. It's being able to be intimate, but to be able for people to want to get that close to you, they have to feel like they know you. I, when we started on the business, it was in Kansas City. I was stationed in Missouri. Well, I was stationed in Kansas, but I lived in, on the Missouri side. And it was so small. They had so many small businesses, but people would call you by your Instagram name. Once you got a little Kansas City famous, People would call you by your Instagram name in the streets. So it was the funniest thing. The first time it happened to me, I was like, is this for real? You talking about uh, it? <laughs> yeah, that's me, girl. <laughs> um, but my husband, he was with me. And this girl was like, I'm fangirling. You're organized chaos design company. I was like, is this really happening? And people feel like they know you because you've showed up as yourself. So when they see you and get a little, little Instagram famous in the wherever you are, they feel like they know you and they're comfortable coming to you and talking to you about what you're always talking about in your business. That's so true. I have, that has never happened to me per se, but I have a friend who called me one day, this has been a couple years ago, and she told me that she was walking around the mall and this particular mall had two stories and Mm -hmm. um, she was on the first floor and all of a sudden she heard somebody yelling her pro her Instagram handle like and let's just say her and I don't want to call I don't I don't want to like uh call her out or anything like let's just say it was organized chaos right okay and so okay. somebody's on second the second level saying hey organized chaos, yeah. organized chaos. 
like down to the first level and she was like she turned around and she they were like i know you she was like they were they were coming out of the pandora store or something <laughs> <laughs> they were like i know you i see you so yeah you're absolutely right that happens right that happens people it's crazy and it does it makes people feel that connection to you right and that's what we want that's the that's the point of um, these social media profiles is that you want people to get to know you, the real you, mm-hmm. um, so they can feel comfortable enough to ask you questions and share, you know, um, their their problems with you so you can help them, so you can serve them, right? Yeah. Versus who knows who the CEO of some big corporation is. You can't walk up to them, number one, and, and say anything. And then number two, is the likelihood they're going to be the person who can actually help you solve your problem, right? And when you're in a small business, it's different. Exactly. So I I love that. I love that. So here's the thing about finance people, though, right? Because we we had this box that we live in as finance people. We, we, We are very, most people think that finance people are very, um, straight laced, you Mm -hmm. know, no, we don't color outside of the lines with black and white. There are no, forget about, forget about bright colors or whatever. (laughs) It's all, there's, there, it's not even a shade of gray. Like it's black (laughs) and white. And, and you want to come across as a, as a, um, as an, uh, uh, an experienced person, someone who has authority, someone who knows what they're talking about, because people need to trust you when it comes to messing with their money. True. Right. And so the challenge for so many, especially my clients working with virtual bookkeepers, is how do I walk that line? Right. How do I maintain or build this authority, authentically build that authority, but then my uh, alter ego, my Sasha Fierce, my whoever it is is way different than this finance this of what you know this personality that most people think of when they think of accountants cpas tax providers bookkeepers it's different than what that should be like for me i consider myself i should probably should have been a comedian um most people wouldn't expect that but when they talk to me they'd be like you're really fun you really are dynamic and loud and you know all crazy and i'm like i'm not your everyday accountant you know, because I know that that's what people think of accountants, that we're probably pretty boring. Mm-hmm. And that's really not the truth. Like, get with it, get a life. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you walk that line between feeling trustworthy and making people feel secure, but still being showing up authentically in your own personality, your own style, all of that? So I always tell clients that your story of how you got to where you are. There's always going to be parts of you. Once you know who your ideal client is, you can pull parts of your story and start telling it. You don't have to tell your whole life story, but there's going to be parts of it where it's going to resonate with them. Like you, you're not, I'm not your average accountant. Like, okay, I want to know more. What does that even mean? What does that mean? Maybe I'm not looking for an average accountant. And then once you start pulling those those parts of your story that resonate with your client, with your ideal client, then they'll feel like they, they can trust you, that they know you, that you're not just somebody that maybe went to some big business school and you're just like, let me crunch these numbers. No, nothing gray, just black or white. And that's it. Most of the times since my, with your, with finances, people are scared. <laughs> people, 
People are scared to look at money. They scared to think about it. They scared to lose it. It's just a touchy uh, topic. But if you do come off, if you do bring in those parts of your story where you're more approachable, where you're more like, I understand, I'm not going to, I understand what you're going through, then it will make it easier. One, come more comfortable for you, but two, make it easier for the client to realize like, look, I do need to, it's okay to hire this person. I feel you want them to be confident of ready to open up to you because finances, you can't really you don't want to fudge right on in. Exactly. <laughs> you want to get you want to tell the truth mm-hmm. so you want to make them comfortable enough to like i'm gonna i trust this person and i'm okay with telling them these financial things but and they also know what they're talking about so just parts of the story that resonate will help walk that line like i have these credentials but i've also personally done this this stuff mm-hmm. so this is why you should choose me and, and that's actually one of the things that I teach, you know, my clients is that, you know, your financials, there are three, there, obviously we know that there are like three parts of a, you know, a financial statement package, but it goes beyond the black and white of what's on those statements, right? There's a story behind the numbers. There's a story that the numbers are telling your client, your clients. And so you need to be able to convey that message that the, the, the numbers, right? Uh, revenue minus uh, expenses and wherever you land, what does that story tell? And it's the same thing. I think what I'm hearing you say is the same thing with us, like behind the mask, behind the, this is who I have to show up as every day. Behind that, there's a person behind that. There's a story behind this experience that I have. Here's why I can tell you and share with you what I can share with you. Here's why I understand that. Here are the, the clients that I've worked with. Here are some case studies. Here are the experiences that I had that helped me really understand what those numbers really mean, right? Exactly. It's not just formulaic. It is, here's what this is going to mean for you today. Here's yeah. what it's going to mean for you tomorrow. All yeah. of that kind of stuff and being able to translate that. So I, I can appreciate that. I think it's so important. But so, but that leads me to my next question. Okay. So we're recording this in March. It's the middle of tax season. And so the, regardless of kind of where you land specialty wise in this industry, it's a busy time of year, right? So whether you do taxes or you don't, you're either helping somebody prepare or you're preparing the taxes yourself or you're, you're creating strategy, right? When, when that's your life, and you're working 75 hour weeks or whatever it is to, it takes to get the work done, how do you find the time to show up the way that you need to? How do you find the time to work on the branding piece? How do you, how do, you do that and work in the business and serve your clients? So I would say, um, far as the brand, I suck at branding, uh, not branding, but at being in front of like it's too many social media platforms just mm-hmm, trying mm-hmm. to choose which one it is which one to choose but choose a platform that works for you like for me it's easier for me and I can't I can't blog I just don't have the time to sit down and type out a blog I just can't do it if you do have the time to blog and that's your forte then that's where you can show up at for me it's easy for me to pick up my phone and do a video and post it and be done or jump on Clubhouse, say what I got to say, and leave out. Mm-hmm. So find your platform that works for you, and you don't have to do it every day. 
you can decide every Saturday I'm going to do a clubhouse room and mm-hmm. eventually people will get used to seeing you or every Sunday I'm going to send a newsletter because that's all I will have time for is one Sunday newsletter and now I have my VA handle in that because mm-hmm. it's getting to be a lot but find which platform works best for you which platform is your are your customers on because we don't have to be on TikTok Instagram there's so many of them like we don't have to be on all of them choose which one works for you and just commit to it yeah and that's where you would that's how I would say the best way to start finding time and then as you get more time then you can venture out and just repurpose that same content nobody's checking that much Exactly. Exactly. I can't tell you um, how surprised I was a while back, but I I followed this influencer and um, I would get emails from this person. And then I'd look, I was also in their social, in their Facebook group. I'd look Mm -hmm. in the Facebook group and it was exactly the same thing. (laughs) And girl, when I got that, I was like, oh, it's about to be on and popping. Like I don't have to create something different for every single platform or whatever. I was like, that's, that was my first introduction to like repurposing content. And you can do that in so many different ways. And so I think we get overwhelmed with the idea. Mm -hmm. I have to be in all of these places, but it's like you said, Pick the place that you're comfortable in, right? Do what you do best in that space and then repurpose it for other places or let somebody else repurpose it, you know, as you're growing your team. So I think that that's that's great. Okay, next question. Okay. We're also introverted. Like we, that's what I hear all the time. And sometimes I'm like, nah, we ain't falling for that excuse right now. (laughs) But I'm an introvert, right? Most people, you know, when they talk to me, they're like, you're not introverted. Oh, no, I am. Because see, maybe you're confusing introversion with, you know, shyness or whatever. I'm not shy by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not shy. But when I'm done, like if I have a, if I'm training or if I'm doing a, 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 a content lab or I'm doing a tech lab with my group or something like that for two hours when I'm done, I need to go get under the cover and just like. <laughs> It's time to reach out. I need a cup of tea. I need, listen, don't talk to me right now because <laughs> I need to like get it, get my entire life back together or whatever, because I'm tired. I'm, I'm just from an energetic perspective, I've given you everything I had and now I just need to regroup for myself. But what happens when we talk about showing up authentically and there are so many people who are like, but I'm introverted and I'm scared and I'm whatever, whatever. Can't let that stop us, right? No, because I'm I'm just like you. You explained my whole life. I have to, I gotta have a nap, and that's always I've always been like that. About that nap life, right? <laughs> yes, I've always been like that. My I have an aunt that calls me Sleeping Beauty because I would go to her house after school and I'll take a nap. Like I'm not doing my homework. I'm taking a nap because I have to be at school. How many hours you're at school? Pretending like I wanted to be here and talking to people. And now I'm tired. So this let me take my hour and some change now. But if you are the face of your business, you're going to have to just set aside, set aside some time. Even if it's just for 30 minutes, I'm going to show up and then I'm going, then I got another 30 minutes taking nap. You have to set aside that time to give it what you got, or you're not going, you're not going to be successful if you don't figure out how to show up especially if you're the face of the business. 
and clubhouse clubhouse is great you can show up ugly in the bonnet nobody cares all you gotta do is talk girl i love clubhouse for that reason (laughs) For that reason, right there, like I don't have to put on no, I don't have to put my face on. Mm-mm. I could just show up. Y'all don't have, y'all have no idea what I look like. You know, I love Clubhouse for that reason alone. Mm-hmm. I'm on Clubhouse sometimes. I'm sitting in rooms, or I'll like sit on the stage on some rooms with my headphones on, driving my kid to school. I just unmute when I gotta say something, but in between, like I'm still making things happen. So you just have to figure out what platform works for you. If you don't want to show your face. I'm an advocate of going to Clubhouse podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything that's audio mm-hmm. is a good way to start putting yourself out there and um, not have to drain all your energy. It's a lot of energy to prep for video. You're like getting dressed, doing because you don't want to show up raggedy. Mm-hmm. And you want to show up looking some kind of presentable. Yep. So if it's the prep and the editing and all that craziness, you definitely can use a different platform and just set aside that time to use whatever platform you want to. I hope y'all hearing this, listen, because we tend to use our, you know, personalities and our styles as excuses for why we're not doing certain things. And there are workarounds, right? Like we will shoot those excuses down for what they are. We will banish them to, um, to the pits of hell, like, because we not let nothing hold us back in these, in building these businesses these days, right? Because, um, the way that things are happening in the world, I know that like for right now, when we're recording, people are talking about the great resignation and there are a ton of jobs and all of that kind of stuff, but it's not, it hasn't always been that way. And it's not always going to be that way. And so, if you're building this business today, if you're building your business today, you're not doing it just until you, you know, you can find something better or the job situation might be better. Like we're building this for the long term, right? And so we have to have a plan in place to make it, um, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like sustainable mm-hmm. and long term and and lasting, right? And so um, we can't keep making excuses can't keep making excuses because that's not going to fly. It, it's okay. it's just not. So let's talk a little bit about specifically about what it is that, that you do and how you how you work with your clients. But I'm just going to ask the hard question up front because I'm a numbers okay. person. I'm a money person. So <laughs> brass tags, do you need, do, do people need or business owners, do they need like a five figure budget to work with someone like yourself? Or like, what is that like? So we have a a la carte package. Our whole framework is five weeks. That includes strategy. And we have a team. So it's not just working with me because everybody, you can't be good at everything. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have a team. We have a strategist that you'll work with for um, two sessions. You have myself that does all the design work for its logo and website. And then we have a copywriter. So the whole shebang, yeah, you're going to need a five-figure budget to work because it's a whole team of people. But then there's the a la carte where let's say you did work with a strategist somewhere else and you have all your documents and they set you off with this nice little package because the client who I'm using her doing her website now, she worked with a strategist. She already had the logo. She had all the brand strategy books. Whoever she worked with did a good job. 
All I had to do is take the copy from a copywriter because she already had a copywriter and design her website. Mm -hmm. So it's we do an application process because some people are like, I just need a website. Do you have copy? No, I'm writing my own copy. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, baby. No, you're not. not. Not over here. We don't allow that. But you have to. Um, we do run. You can give, do the whole thing where like I need everything mm -hmm. or it can be like, I need parts of it. But you have you have, still have to go through that application process. And once we talk to you, we decide like, hey, OK, you do qualify for just the website and the copy mm -hmm. or some people just like, well, I don't want to look. I don't have my colors. I don't have my what, what do you want me to do? Just put random colors on your website. Like mm -hmm. all this stuff ties in together. Mm -hmm. Your messaging, who you are, what you're trying to convey. So I can't just throw colors on there because that, then you're gonna be like, well, I don't like that color. Well, I don't know. Like we have to, it's the process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I love that. And, and, and what I'm hearing, I'm, you know, connecting dots and all of that. Like that's who you are. And you're like, no, baby, and that's the real, real. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that stands out to me because I feel like I'm real with clients I'm like, so what we not going to do today, yes. here's, here's what you can expect. And, you know, as per my last email, no, that sort of thing. <laughs> but I like that about people when they're really like down to earth, mm -hmm. right. And absolutely real with me. Um, and so I, I say that to say, for those of you who are listening, it's okay it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be authentic. You're going to attract the right audience. You're going to attract the right people to you. And you're going to repel the people who you don't, who are not meant for you to work with, right? And so the goal is not to work with everybody, Amen. right? Exactly. The goal is not to talk to everybody. You want to talk about introversion and being tired and needing a nap? Try to talk, try talking to everybody. Yes. <laughs> right. That'll wear you. That will wear you slam out. But when you really narrow down who it is you're talking to and you know that you can show up in your bonnet, but on audio or whatever, but you <laughs> yeah. in your regular, your regular voice, you don't have to put on the professional work voice as, as my kids and your daughter mm -hmm. used to, you know, would say, then you're, you're going to be less tired, right? You're really going to get, you're going to get energy. Right. And so, mm -hmm. Um, so I love that. I love the fact that you stand tall and true and here's what you what you need to expect from a budget standpoint, but we also make it, um, we also make it where you can break it down. Yeah. Right now we're going to tell you whether that's going to work for you or not. We're going to tell mm -hmm. you, no, you, you need some more work over here, honey. Yeah. Do this, but you do have that option available. It's not like it's all or nothing. Otherwise, you know, if, if, if you don't want it all from us, we're not doing it or whatever. So I love that about I love that about you. And I love that you described and shared that you have a team for a reason because yeah. we all have our strengths. Right. Yeah. And we have to play to those strengths later for trying to be everything to everybody is that's that's a one way ticket to burnout. It is. And I try in the transparency in the beginning, I knew people needed strategy, but it's just not my, I don't want that introvert in me. Don't want to sit here and talk to you for hours about your strategy. That just, that's, I'm going to be sleepy by the time we get halfway through it. And I'm just like, let's get off this call. But I knew that it had to happen. So in the beginning I tried it and I was just like, this, this ain't working. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to have, and I had a friend who um, does my contracting for the strategy part. She loves strategy. Like if I don't have to design, I'll just strategize all day. I can do five a day. I'm Isn't like, happy? Well, power to you. Not me though. I Let's can't connect. But the smart thing about that, right? The brilliance in that is I have a strength. You have a strength, mm-hmm. right? Our, we, we can play on each other's strengths Right. Yeah. And step in where where I might be weak and, and you might be weak, vice versa or whatever. And we can make this thing do what it do. Yeah. But so often, especially. I think women business owners, we don't consider partnerships, JV yeah. partnerships, um, subcontract, you know, agreements, whatever it is. We don't consider that often enough and sometimes even soon enough. Yeah. We don't we don't. Think of that as a possibility to move the needle in our business. We're still trying to do it all, you know, and what that does is, again, we're we're burnt out and we're not serving the clients that we in the way that we want to serve the clients. We're not making the name for ourselves um, that we could be when if we weren't trying to have it all, we weren't trying to keep all of this money to ourselves or whatever. We end up not having any money and not making any profit because we can't we can't serve the people that we want to serve versus let me team up with somebody i know a person who's a great strategist i know a person who's great at copy that lets me work in my zone of genius and we can all get this paper yeah we can live while we climb that's what it's about exactly and you can do that you guys you can do that in finance too if payroll is not your thing stop trying to do payroll if if cleanups is not your thing, stop trying to do cleanups, right? If you are more of the strategist per- type person, talk strategy and bring somebody in to do some of the other execution things. Like from a strengths perspective, y'all know I'm real big on like Clifton strengths, and I know what my top five are, and I know that my top five do not include execution, not nearly nam one. All my top ten are execution. Look at me. I don't have time to be talking to people. I need to I'm your strategy. I will talk strategy all day. I will talk. I'm futuristic is my number one thing. I will talk about what's getting ready to happen and your vision until we are blue in the face. I have two execution themes in my top, my top 10. So I very little execution, but it doesn't mean that I can't get the job yeah. done. I just know how to do it by using the talents and the strengths of other folk, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm more likely to build a team to get stuff done than I am to be sitting here being like, okay, now I got to do payroll. Okay, now I'm done with payroll. Let me close these books. Okay, now I'm done closing the books. Now I got to go do this this cleanup project or this stuff. I ain't, listen, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not the one. I'm just keeping it like 100, keeping it 100 Mm -hmm. with you. But you have, it's important to understand who you are yeah. So you can show up as your authentic self. It's true. Very right? important. So when you talk to Lindsay, when you talk to her team, you can tell her, tell them what it is that you need to see, who it is that you are, and they can help you when when you're trying to do um, blush pink and champagne yeah. in your brand colors and... I'm talking to you like this and you like, girl, that is so not you. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, there is a total disconnect, right? And so mm-hmm. sometimes you have to dig deeper. And that's how providers, service providers like yourself can do that. When we can be real with you, when we know who we are, 
And we can be real with you and that that way you can pull out the genius. You can pull out the greatness of us, right? And so I say that to say, okay, I'm off my soapbox. Like I was in the whole pulpit right there. But that's the point of these episodes. That is the point of these episodes to really um, help our listeners understand what it means. It's it's not just about, are you QuickBooks certified? Mm. It's not about how quickly can you reconcile an account? That's the skill set, sure, right? But building a business is about so much more than that. Right. So and that's why I wanted to have you on today, because I knew you were going to bring us the good good. <laughs> it is. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to bring us the good good. So tell me what what else is happening in your world this year? I know we're still close to the beginning of 2022. What's what's going on with you? So we have a, a master class happening on March 25th. It's called I'm Over This Mess, Leveraging Your Authenticity for Profit. So if you can't, you don't get to catch the live and in action when there will be a replay available and you can find me on i'm usually on instagram i'm leaning more to a clubhouse now because it's i'm getting busy she got a little promotion so i gotta figure out where i can fit, get in where i can fit in now but um you can always find me on instagram my dms are always open i have a um a free facebook group because i hustlers are my like those are those are my people because I do it too. So it's called From Side Hustle to Main Hustle. We're inside the group. We do monthly trainings. We had our first one. We had a lady named Luce Matt come in and she talked about transferring your nine to five skills into your business. And it's just small group. We're hoping to grow it more and more. We just started this like last month. So we're um, got, a, got a few members, like 30, 40 members in there. And that's what's going on with me as far as right now. And we're out here in Annapolis. So this is our forever's home. No more moving. Mm-hmm. All right. I love that. And I know how important that is. Having, you know, <laughs> a veteran, being prior military. We we probably moved for 10 years after we got out. Like we still moved like every every 18 yeah. months or something ridiculous. Just because we were so used to, you yeah. know, picking up and having to go someplace else. And then finally in like 2004, 2005, like I, we got here and this is like our forever space. And this is mm-hmm. where I ended up raising the kids and stuff like that. And so I get it when you can call a place home and be like, okay, woo, I'm done. So that means you, you know, master sergeant <laughs> closing in on that date, right? Yes. Four, four more years, four more years. I love it. I love and it. So we're just going to be out here. I'm out here trying to because we moved so much. We started in Missouri, then we were in um, North Carolina for a while, and now we're here. So we're just networking, getting to know people out here. Um, just there's so many people out in this area, the DMV area, mm-hmm. with the DC and Baltimore. And we're, Annapolis is closer to Baltimore than DC, but. Yeah. It's just so many business owners owners out here. You you're more probably familiar, more familiar with Annapolis than I am. Being <laughs> I was supposed to actually go to the Naval Academy, and that uh, things changed. And I actually, when I went in service, I I did it a teeny little bit of a different way. Um, instead of doing the academy, I went into an officer session program as an enlisted person, but I was active duty. So, okay. um, so but I have a lot of friends who I spent my first summer. In, the, in service, um, hooking up with a lot of people that came out of Annapolis because every mm-hmm. summer 
um, when you're in these training programs, you end up having to do like a, a 30 day, like out to sea or whatever. So I'll, okay. I spent a lot of time with folks from Annapolis and one of my really good friends um, was a midshipman. Okay. So I, I love it. But thank you for sharing like how we can connect with you, what you have going on. So even if the episode, which I don't think it's going to air, we may be mm-hmm. able to do some things around no promises. But um, if it doesn't and folks can't catch the masterclass live, tell me the name of it one more time. Leveraging. I'm over this mess, leveraging your authenticity to profit. See, even though I'm over this mess, <laughs> your true authentic self, yes. I love it. But even if even if this episode comes out after that or someone catches it after that, there will be a replay. So I encourage you to connect with um, with Lindsay on how to get that replay. We're going to, in the show notes, make sure that we include like all of your social media handles. Uh, the link to the Facebook group, we'll, we're happy to share that to help you know build that group and, and get some visibility um, for that group. You might see me over there in that group, <laughs> um, full transparency. Um, you might see me over there in that group because that first master, that first training that you did sounds sounds really good. Um, and then we will certainly stay in touch. I'd love to have you back on the show to talk about some more like intense, like web design stuff and um, okay. dig into like the different options that there are because people ask me all the time, do I need to go with WordPress? Do I need to go with Squarespace or whatever? And I'm like, listen, that is that is not my ministry. <laughs> that is not my ministry. Um, but I can put you in touch with some real good, good people <laughs> that can help you with that. So I'll definitely be in touch with you. Um, on that, but y'all make sure y'all go follow Lindsay. Um, she is phenomenal. Um, she is serving our country and, and doing the thing um, as a business owner, as a mom, as an active duty service member. And I am just so appreciative to you for you sharing some time with us today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This was fun. It was. It was. It's a great conversation. Um, we'll be sure to bring you back onto the podcast again soon. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. That's it, you guys. Uh, make sure you check the show notes. Um, and if you want to connect with us, all of our information will be in the show notes as well. As always, be proactive, be productive, be profitable, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Ciao for now. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bookkeeper Basecamp podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a positive review. This will help other virtual bookkeepers like you find the show and learn how they can become a bookkeeper CEO too. And if you want to hear more from me, be sure to follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels, or you can simply search hashtag Bookkeeper Basecamp. And don't forget, you can always come hang out with us over in the free Bookkeeper Basecamp Facebook group. We'd love to have you there. So that's it for this episode. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, be profitable, and we'll see you next time.